Hey guys. What's up? What it do, what it do. We're back for another round of the LNL podcast. Yes, and I am Chanel. And I'm one of your hosts, Danielle. Um, I'm not going to do all the extra stuff today. That was just extra. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. I used to hit them with other stuff. You did. But now simple. Danny, uh, we've had a few bloopers, um, so it took us a few t- tries to get this We're part done. We're not talking about that. And Danny said, only you know the truth. Pick up yourself. Only you know the truth. Doesn't that sound good? Come on. Come on. We need a, a voting system right now. No, no. We need a voting system to keep it out. I think out. only you know the truth is is banging. I think that would be a good way to end the podcast. Only you know the truth. You that know? sounds like an infomercial. You. That doesn't. <laughs> the, in the beginning, it doesn't sound like it. It's just you telling you about yourself. Only you know the truth. And then at the end, it sounds like, thank you, thank you for coming to our podcast. Only you know the truth. That's an infomercial. It's your saying. Whatever. Hey, we're here. Hey. Episode two. Well, we're not numbering them. <laughs> but we're back. You just gonna listen to whatever y'all motherfuckers get, okay? If we don't come back next week, we don't come back. No. We come back. I'm just joking. We're always coming back. We're back. Right. Because we're better. We told you guys this last week. So what's going on with you, girl? Well, how how has your week been? Hey, it's been quiet. Like quarantine is still happening. Mm-hmm. Toronto is still on lock. Besides, <laughs> this girl is so <laughs> annoying. Besides the protesting, which is very serious. Yeah. But my personal week has been very quiet. Momhood, as per usual. Let me see. Nothing major, actually. It's been quiet. Yeah, I think I would say the same. Nothing major, just the same old, same old weeks. I'm actually getting really fed up with routine. Like, I am a Sagittarius, so I don't like routine. That's not my thing. I don't do it. I only do it if I have to, and right now, it's like, I want to break free. I don't blame you, like... I'm just thinking about a whole bunch of stupidness, but I I can tell by your facial expressions. Yo, I'm thinking about because listen, my grandmother is not well. She's 90, so I've been helping her, but once a week, like my shift is Tuesdays, and it's been a trip. Let's just say that. What has happened? She's just a character, like. The antics with her, I'm just like, yo, when I hit 90, am I going to be like her? Like, she, she's the type to, like, fall down for no reason. Like, because she just wants funny. the attention. That's not it's funny. Just, I'm not even going to laugh. When you dissect it, it's quite funny because she's really not hurt. She's really just, like, you know, lifeline. No, don't look at me. <laughs> look at that. You know, when you, um... <laughs> What's that buzzer thing called? You need a lifeline? Lifeline. Call a friend? Yes. Who that wants to be a millionaire? To, no, the thing they give to Life Alert. Oh, Life Alert. Yo, That's we used she, to joke about that shit all the time. Trust me, my grandmother is on that. She's just like, help, help, help. And it's just too much. So when I say my life has been quiet, I'm I'm like lying. Because I've been dealing with my 90-year-old grandmother and she is hella 
wild, okay? She's wild. She'd be like, honestly, where we, where my aunts live, the neighbors are actually looking on because they're like, it's like <laughs> every time she goes out there because she needs to exercise, so we have to send her out for a walk. The neighbors are actually looking on to see what her antics are going to be next. Like, also, they know it's antics, or don't they know. don't know how to decipher what is think, antics. I don't and know. What I think it. some are looking on for concern. Those who know us in the neighborhood are looking on to just see if she's just acting out. Oh my god! But she's a handful. Listen, when you turn ninety, you turn back into a toddler. <laughs> Check yourself. Know yourself. What was he saying? Because that's the truth. <laughs> I don't even know now. But that is it. Honestly, I'm so happy that I don't have to deal with my grandmother. Like, But actually, like, she has dementia. Like, we just found out. But, oh. like, my mom like, does not believe it. Like, my mom thinks that my grandma has selective memory. So my grandma just remembers what she wants. And she's like, I didn't want any of you guys <laughs> Yo, like she's so facey. Grandmas be saying the rudest stuff. Grandpas are like the sweethearts, but grandmas, they like they're just like they had too many years of being soft and cute. They just like, honestly, when I met your grandma, I only met her one time. She was nice to me, but I really just like poked in my head. It was Thanksgiving, poked in my head, and then we went to Brampton. So Mm. I didn't really get to engage. Mm. You met my grandma, both grandmas. I had a Oh, yeah, I yeah, did, you actually. Did. I had a session with, like, a, a talking session. And drinking. Oh, yeah, so you were drinking together. Which grandma are you talking My mom's mom. Your mom's mom. Yeah. She kidnapped me. We went up to her apartment. <laughs> we were hanging out. I don't know. We were at a baby shower. And yeah. I just found my way to your grandma's apartment. <laughs> and we hung out. She told me the tea. Gave me all the tea. She's great. And then I met your other grandma, and she's cool, hella cool, too. She's cool. She's funny. They're, your grandmas are very alert. Yeah, they don't They don't be like... They're not like grandmas. No, like especially not your... Mom's actually, mom? both of them. Yeah. No, of them. They're like, not grandma, grandma, like, Oh, hey, grandma, how are you today? No, that's not them. It's like, hey, grandma, where are you going today? Yeah, but I feel like the way you talk about your grandma, aside from, like her <laughs> stop listen i feel like your grandma would is still like not a grandma grandma you know she's what I mean? not she's yeah. not the type of grandma that you can be like hey grandma you know i've been just looking for comfort she's the type to be like fix up yourself and mm-hmm. get your ass together yeah. type grandma she's like she's not soft she's not coddling you don't expect that from her yeah no my grandma is just like you need to dance on yet and i'm just like really that's not what I heard (laughs) yeah honestly yeah my grandma's she's gone she's like she loves to my grandma loves to ask you about who you're talking to now yeah my grandma pulled me aside when I saw her I don't remember when I saw her I think I saw her before my cousin's wedding and she's just like so come here shani and she just pulled me aside from anyone when are you gonna get pregnant and at that time I did not have a boyfriend I'm like grandma you know you need to have a man first she's like yes Cause that's how she laughs, <laughs> and I'm like, oh god, she's <laughs> like oh that's exactly how she she they just laughs. Love tea, they love it. She loves a good tea. I can't lie. Like when when I was younger, when me and my mom were beefing, like I used to go over to my grandma's house and tell her all the tea. That's the way. And my that's... mom's like, how oh, Sita know this? 
Oh, Sita, no, dad. That's the that's the sweetest tea. Yeah. When it's about your mom, that's the sweetest tea. Yeah. Now I know not to do that. So. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, what anyway, else has been going on? It's just been hella chill. That's it. I've just been on social media, and also talking to like, you know, friends and family members about the protesting. It's been quite um a scene in toronto now like they're protesting in toronto but it's been peaceful it Mm -hmm. hasn't been no looting no looting no rioting no nothing like that it's been quite peaceful so it's actually i do feel like they're making a change i feel that they are i i would say so um they did board up like i saw some images of young and dundas and like how all of like eat center is like boarded up so in case there was looting yeah, and did, stuff they did and it, a good job. it was like so quiet at young and dundas like i've never seen it so empty never. so quiet never. like look like that like if those of you that's never visited toronto before young and dundas is the spot like there's always something going on always, like no matter the time young and dundas is like the homeless people are popping down there like yeah. they're they always have something going on yeah. there's magic tricks there's people there's artists that are promoting their mm-hmm. music there's, there's sometimes concerts there's always something going on yeah. down there and it was quiet like everything was boarded up but i do feel like of course we're in canada i feel like they they looked at the states and they they just used the states as an example mm-hmm and they got ahead the they got ahead of the curve before it actually happened. So protesting protesting if they wanted to go ham and go crazy, they they didn't have a chance. There was actually this guy, I don't I'm pretty sure you saw the picture, um, at the Toronto protest this weekend and he dressed up in blackface. Yes, did. did you see that? that? I and I saw some people that I follow on Twitter say like if that was New York Yo, we would have beat that man's ass. And it was just like, I wonder if this whole perception of Canadians are polite is really a perception or are we just like, was that polite of us not to do that? Like, I'm trying to figure out, I'm still trying to figure it out. Like, I really, I'm starting to believe like Torontonians, because I can't speak for the whole of Canada, but Mm -hmm. for the people of Toronto, I feel like we follow each other. Like, I feel like, because my first initial reaction when I saw that, I wanted to throw something at him. And I feel Mm -hmm. like if I was there, I would have thrown something at him. I probably wouldn't have physically touched him, but I would have thrown something at him. And I feel like if I threw something at him, people will follow through. Yeah. And I think because everybody was kind of like, get out of here, get out of (laughs) here. That's just what they did. And then the man wasn't home. The police officer came and talked to him. And I don't know what the police officer well, told them that he had to go and they they arrest they arrested him and i actually had this conversation with my partner and i said he's like oh um he was arrested and i was just like yeah but they're just i feel like they're just arresting him for show yeah they can't hold him for nothing he what didn't did they, do anything no. wrong even though we know morally it's wrong he didn't break the law so i think they just arrested him for show and then they let him go after because they wanted to protect him i don't think it's more so to protect everybody else but they knew that he was gonna get his ass beat 
That's my opinion. I think honest. so. Eventually, something would have happened. There's no way he could have just kept standing there and people would have just been like, take that off. What are you doing I'm here? happy that something didn't happen. Like, I'm And I know that kind of like... I know people who've watched last week's episode, you would assume that I'm all for like that type of stuff. Or and peaceful protest. No, they would assume or... that I'm on the other end of it like... Yeah, Lou, and yeah, because of of my responses. Mm -hmm. But in the case, like, this is my city, like, our city. And I just, I'm happy that we conducted ourselves in a way that we did because I feel like they purposely, I wouldn't be surprised if that guy was a plant. I know I have conspiracy theories, but I wouldn't be surprised if that guy was a plant and they thought that that was going to aggravate everybody and it didn't. And I'm and I'm happy that we reacted the way we did and we continued to protest peacefully. Protest. That's my. You're opinion. not wrong. They put bricks out there. For oh, people I saw to that. Build. Like I saw and that. It wasn't even just random people. It was the police. Mm-hmm. The police and other people were putting piles of bricks along the streets for people to jump at it, and they were looking. They were itching for a reason to arrest somebody mm-hmm. that day. They were. Yeah. That's it. They had a motive. They had a reason for all of that. And, and we didn't give surprisingly, it to them. the streets of Toronto, we, what did um, Michelle Obama say? When they go low, we go high? Yeah. They went high. Yeah, and I'm happy. No gunshots. Because if y'all don't know, like, Toronto, like, we may not, like, beat people up, but, like, we just going to shoot you. Like, that's how Toronto is, like. We don't waste no time with a no long talk. We're just going to shoot you. And it could have been that. Like, mans could have seen a next man and been like, yo, this is my time to girt him. Yeah. And they, girt means to, to get him. I actually never heard that. And really? No, never heard it's probably Scarborough. Anyway. Hey, you're Scarborough now, eh? Anyways. Scarborough things. <laughs> no, you already know, fam. Anyways. Um, so... Yeah, they didn't they didn't get him. So they could have looked at it like that and I'm happy that there was no gunshots, there was no like gun violence cuz it could have it could have been it, that could have been taking away from what we were really what was there the for. Message? Mm-hmm. So that's it. Toronto did great. I'm proud of you guys. Thank you. And I said this to my friends and people that I knew that went protesting. I said thank you to them because at the end of the day, I didn't go. I've donated 
and obviously we're preaching the word uh-huh. so I feel good about what I'm doing we've been preaching this we have our own clothing line we're set to re-release this year so we've been doing our part before we've been supporting black business black businesses we have our own black business so we've always played our position in the black community and i don't think that other people black people should take away from those who are not on the front lines yeah you don't we need people in all positions all positions right now not just one this is a team you need people in the back end you need people in the front end you need people in the middle it's just we just need to be a good four course meal right now and that's not to say that i don't want to go i actually really 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 want to go do i think there's one this weekend or next wednesday i believe um this on the 17th of june i actually in brampton i actually really really want to go and you might see me out there i might just say f it and i might go so but i was doing a bike ride because i've been bike riding but uh where's my phone it's somewhere around here but I can't lie, like, the people in Brampton have been speaking up, and everybody calls Brampton Brownsville. Mm-hmm. People call, because there is a lot of um, people from that are Indi- Indian descent down there. Oh, there are a lot of black people, too. There is, a it's lot. a mixture, but there is an, a person, I'm assuming she's Indian by her name. Mm-hmm. I've been bike cycling a lot, and on the trail, she's actually been putting up signs all over the place saying hands up means don't shoot Mm -hmm. and within the hands there's like a bunch of messages and then at the bottom of it there's a a list of black people that have been killed by the police that have been unarmed so I do appreciate that I'm sorry I don't know your name I can't find my phone at the moment but there's people all over that are doing their part and Mm -hmm. it's greatly appreciated this is the time. This is the time we need people to speak up. And I didn't even know there was a protest in Brampton. Yeah, there is. I'll, I'll send you the information. I might um, even go. It's on the 17th. There was one in Mississauga uh, last weekend at the Celebration Square, and I really, really wanted to go, but I found out about it last minute. Um, but the one in Brampton, I think it's on the 17th. I'll send you the information. I think it'd be good if we, if we went, or even... If um, I know we got a little play date, me and Noah, but like mm. you know, I, I've seen people do solo protests on their yeah. own and on their street. Like I, my nieces and nephews and their mom, they went out with their family members just on their own and did a protest around their street with signs. And I, I think that would be cool if we just walked around my neighborhood or your neighborhood and just I don't mind. had some signs. I love like, causing disturbance, disturbing the peace. Yeah. Move, bitch. Okay. Anyways, but yes, protesting. Toronto's been speaking up, Mm -hmm. and we thank everybody that's been involved, and we're all here for the for a good cause. So, and I don't want it to stop anytime soon. It's not. Like, if you think about other other um, movements, they've lasted like thirty seven days or. 14 days or X amount of days in order to get their point across. Mm-hmm. Like, look at this. Like, we protested in Toronto for a couple of days, and now Mark Saunders, the head of the, the police chief, is stepping down. He's black, by the way, for people who are That's from it. Toronto. He's yeah. stepping down. It got so thick, 
I would say, I think that's the best way to put it, mm-hmm. that he's stepping down. His contract is actually supposed to end in 2021, and he decided to step down before his contract ended. Like, this stuff is working. The whole defund the police, you can send a letter to your mayor in any city that you live in. Like, it actually is really important. I actually saw Carrie Washington. I was on her Instagram the other day, and she actually had a number to the New York governor. Yeah. And she's like, call it, call him. Mm-hmm. Like, if you need help for putting together, drafting together an email, I'll help you guys. I'll give you guys a template. Send him emails. Yeah. Because it was, um, was it Brianna? Brianna Taylor? Yeah, Brianna Taylor. It was her birthday. So oh, they were, yeah, yeah, so what they were doing was protesting for her because her killers have not been prosecuted. Nothing. Nothing's happened to them. So their goal is to get that done. Mm -hmm. So she was putting up numbers to the governor and all of that. Like, people are doing work. And this is what we've been asking for for so long. And it's finally happening. It is happening. I'm actually trying to find a tweet. I think I saved it. And I'm trying to find it. It's just no, it's just no, it's I'm I'm happy because a lot of people look to celebrities to actually start something. And I feel like at the end of the day, yes, celebrities have the funds, they have the money, but no, don't wait for celebrities. We can do the groundwork ourselves. We can do it. It starts from somewhere and then yeah, if they wanna come aboard and put their dineros to the Mm -hmm. cause, cool, but we don't need to wait for celebrities to do that. Like, what Kerry Washington did, yeah. we could have done that ourselves. We, so we need to keep acting. We have so much power amongst ourselves. So Especially we in numbers. Yeah, we don't really... It's it's helpful to have celebrities, and we appreciate the genuine support, but we don't need celebrities in order to get the message across. No, we don't. Because if that was the case, then the, things would have changed a long time ago. A long time ago. Come so on. let's. I, I know I said I found a tweet, but that actually has to do with something we're gonna talk about later. Okay. Because you brought up the New York governor, and then that triggered something. So then I was like, okay, leave it for later. All right. Let's talk about what have been some of our our white brothers and sisters' reactions. Okay. Um, what have what reactions have you seen? So being in Toronto, we live in a diverse city. So there's no ends to what our friends list and the type of people they could be there's no there's no ends like i have friends that are from different places mm-hmm. but if i were to talk about my white friends um and when you say white like when, what is okay before you go into what do you consider white i had this conversation with a white person before hmm and I'm getting parched now. Uh, yeah, well, crack it open. I was waiting. I was waiting for you. I was living up this this, this cup con- too much. This conversation is getting tough. Um, what before you go into your white friends mm-hmm. and the type of white? What do you consider white? Because I feel I used to think that all black people had the same idea as what white is, but that's not necessarily the case. Okay, so mine is a little bit complicated. One, because I'm Guyanese, Mm -hmm. and because black has been so many different shades to me being Guyanese. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So white, I have actual white family members. I have cousins that are like white. Mm -hmm. Um, 
yes, they're mixed with black, but sometimes their black is not what you would call black. Yeah, and it's they so don't visibly look like they don't. Black. I have cousins yeah. that looks like straight Portuguese, but they're not mm-hmm. like. Anyways, um, white would be Irish. Okay. Because I have a white friend that's Irish. Mm-hmm. I have a, f- a white friend that's from that's Hungarian. Mm-hmm. Um, I have just. Uh, I, I wouldn't say you're all European. I wouldn't say so either. Like, to me, because Italian people are not white. They but They don't consider themselves white, but like I... Second generation Italians, I would say, are white. But I used to talk to a guy a mm-hmm. long time ago. Mm-hmm. He used to work at the airport. <laughs> so he used to get me some tickets. Mm-mm. But anyways, he was Sicilian. And They're not white. They're he, black. He used to say all the time he's not white, and his hair was extremely curly. Like he had so much hair, but he was pale as hell, like white. But like they don't consider themselves black. And his features weren't really black either. But but you, you can tell there's a little something in there. You knew he was mixed. Mm-hmm. But people from Sicily are mixed because of back in the day, mm-hmm. the the slaves that came over. Everybody kind of mixed up together, and mm-hmm. that's how Sicily tends to be. The people are a little bit darker. Yeah, they are. There. Their complexion is much darker. I, I think, I'm not 100% sure, so do not quote me. Um, Amber Rose believe like, Amber Rose considers herself black, but I remember a time, I don't know if her mom feels this way still, but I remember when her mom was like, we are not black. Like, her mom was super, like, against being called black. But they're from, I think, Sicily or a little small island. Wait, her mom, of, who's white for her? She's not white. Amber Rose is, is it black. Is half, half? I think her mom is, like, white. I don't think she's biracial. I think her, I don't remember what her dad is. Her I dad, thought, I, I don't think he's biracial. black. But she, like, her mom is, like, Sicilian or some type of Italian, like, off the coast of Italy, Mm. and her mom does not believe that they have black in them whatsoever, and there are a lot of Italians like that, so you're saying Hungarian, Irish, like, Scottish, like, yes, the people that I'm familiar with, so, like, kind of, like, northern, eastern European, like, Canadians, okay, dead, dead Canadian, like, no ounce of anything in you, you're white, okay, French people, you consider them white? Yes. Okay, just making sure. So you were saying your friends. Um, what backgrounds? You were talking um, about your particular your friends. friends. I have particular friends that one is Irish. It's diverse in Toronto. It is you were saying. very diverse, mm-hmm. and one is Hungarian. Anyways, but I'm gonna speak on my Irish friend because listen, he's a type of individual like. My son knows him. Like, my son looks at him and calls him uncle. But my son is very aware that his skin is white. His skin is not like ours. And he always brings him up, like, because he's his white uncle. But we call he's family because he's just always there. He's yeah. always down. I wouldn't agree with all his actions in regards to black me being black, him being white, there's mm-hmm. certain things that he does Like I don't even think he realizes. Like what? So there's certain things. So we've Are talked we talking about this. Yeah, okay. The same yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. We had an event. Mm. And 
events, obviously those We had an event, not her and no, her boyfriend. No, Chanel and I had an event, and those of you that know us know that we also have a brand called Nations of Black, and our brand, the main logo of it is the Black Fist with shackles around it. Like breaking the shackles. Break, breaking the shackles because we're breaking racism, breaking, the, breaking yeah. the cycle, all that. And he came. He came to the event. It was always, it was kind of awkward because he was white. He was the only, only white, person, white person at only. the time. It was a Black History Month event. Yes, it was. And when we see each other, we greet each other with a hug because to me, he's family. Mm-hmm. So I don't care who I'm around. I'm always going to treat him the same. Yeah. Gave him a hug. And then he came and he sat with us. And of course, wanting to support as he typically does, he decided to purchase a shirt that had the fist on it. And he his instant reaction was like, what am I going to do with this? Like, yeah, I can't, why I can't I, wear this. Yeah, why should I buy it? I can't wear it. Mind you, he's Irish, but he talks to only, 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 only. females <laughs> that are black. Only. Caribbean. Um, only. Like, only. Like, not like as a fetish, like only black women. He only women. talks to black women, and um, that's just his preference. Mm-hmm. And so, has all, like, mostly black friends. All majority of his friends are black. He actually has a diverse friends Group. catalog, yeah. if you want to call it that. He does. Um, but his main core people, even the people he lives with, they're black. They're black. Only um, black, black. Yeah, they're Caribbean. They're yeah. from St. Vincent. Yeah. They're, they can't get no Caribbean in that. Um, but Chanel was like, maybe when you have a lady friend over, because of course, she most likely will be black, you can get her to wear it, because he didn't feel comfortable enough to wear that. My issue, and I'm pretty sure your issue was, why can't you wear the shirt? Oh, I've, I've, I've encountered that. I didn't know that was your issue. I my was issue waiting is, for that. My issue is, why can't you wear the shirt? You're so pro-black, why can't you wear the shirt? We're I good enough to sleep with, we're good enough to call family, why can't you wear the shirt? Um, I hate the term devil's advocate, but I'm I'm gonna because I I know his heart, you know his heart. I, I know and I know where you're coming from. I know it doesn't come from a nasty place, but, but I've had somebody who actually felt the same way. Um, a friend of mine, two friends of mine, um, they're in a re- interracial relationship, and he saw the hoodie and he said. Oh, I want one for me and I want for my one for my girl and his girl was right there. Like I know both of them. I'm, I'm cool with both of them. And I I could uh, I think she said something like I I don't know like I can't wear that. But she was kind of shy. Wasn't in a rude mm-hmm. way. And I and knowing her and having conversations with her about race, she came from the point of and she said it like and not in this way. So disclaimer there like black women are already looking at me because I'm dating this black guy and to cause further attention on me they're gonna think that I'm trying to appropriate their culture again she did not say that verbatim but that's what in a summary yeah that's what she said and so I can see the other side of it because they are entrenched in in knowing our culture that they don't want to receive backlash for pe- from people who are not their f- close friends and don't know their heart. I can see that. So that's where I can see where uh, Homeboy was coming from. But I was just like, okay, why did he have to say it like that? Like, mm-hmm. if he had said it the way that 
my your, your yeah. husband yeah, she has said, said it, it yeah. then I could understand. A little bit more understanding, but he, yeah, he's quite blunt when he speaks, so mm-hmm. you kind of have to take the things that he says with a grain of salt, because you'll end up punching him anyway, so. So, um, I'm pretty sure we oh, I've, oh, I've punched him. Okay, that's enough. Anyway, we don't promote. No. Unless it's necessary. No, we don't. Nothing. You get him when you're ready. Did you really just squint up your face like that? I did. Stop. Anyways. You guys want to talk about my Brooklyn roots or not? No. (laughs) If we had a choice, no. (laughs) You just said or not. No. Okay. No. All right. Maybe next week you can talk about your Brooklyn roots and I'll talk about my Harlem roots. All right. Fine. Harlem's better though. Thanks. Harlem's better. Anyways. (laughs) All right. Let's do this. Well, no, so I mean, back to, yes, back to our conversation. I thought you meant, okay, let's get into the roots. <laughs> okay. um, so yeah, I see where I'm trying to avoid saying his name. They already know who he is. We're not you gonna, said his we're name, not, not this, this season. Is, this is a sensitive thing. I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure he's going to feel kind of like nasty. And I mean that in a way, like, he's not going to like it. Really? I don't think he will. He's quite... He's quite Sensitive when it comes, comes to, to you and, and you, yeah, what my you feelings, say. yeah, my feelings around certain things. I don't think he means any harm, but like, no, he, he doesn't. He doesn't know that he. And this is where that whole white privilege comes from. Like, mm-hmm. okay, let me try to. You think he has it. white privilege? For sure. Really? Um, so well, I think every, and this is not saying white people don't have. Every white person has, doesn't have white privilege. I'm just shocked because. I'm just shocked because of the person who he is. He can't help it, though. He can't help it. It's hmm. Even if he didn't put it on himself, people's put it yeah, on him. that's true. And that's just the thing. That's true. He's grown up around, like, let me tell you, this guy's background, he's grew up with a single mom, like, him and his brother and the mom, like, kind of struggled on their own, kind of find, and he's always been the bad apple in the bunch, so yeah. he got kicked out at an early age. So his, his story is not that different from... Let's say like what we experienced is growing not, up in the hood. Growing up in yeah. the hood, and he grew up in the hood. It's just mm-hmm. he came from different hoods. Mm-hmm. But um, at the end of the day, what always saves him is the color of his skin. Like facts. That's true. And he can't help that, even though he doesn't. He and he he doesn't really see that. He doesn't no, know he just that. Hangs out with who he wants and to he hang thinks, out with. He thinks everything that happens to him is luck. God's just looking yeah, at him. Yeah, he it's does. Not, it's not yeah. luck. It's because you're white, and he doesn't see that. His friends will get arrested. His friends will catch and charges. He'll go scot Scott's free. free, but he looks yes. at him. Yo, God, I'm lucky. Yo, God, this. No, it's Even not luck. Yeah, because you're white, I'm bro. And that's a privilege. That's a white privilege. If you like it or not, whether you recognize it or not, it's white privilege. That's just mm-hmm. it. It's true. That's true. And it's not like he tries to call that onto himself. But he as doesn't. you said, like, you know you're born into it. Just like we're born into being disprivileged, um, unfortunately. And we got to work our way out. It's kind of like the theory of you're innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. For black people, it's you're guilty until you can prove that you're worthy and I use air quotations, of, like, white um, acceptance, if that's your goal. 
Um, I think at every point in a black person's life, you go through some period, a small period, smidge. Very, and some people go through longer periods of like um, wanting acceptance. some type of acceptance. Yeah. Most of us go through that when we're younger, and then we become older and we realize like oh, high weird. school Woke. is not everything that it is and, and whatnot. And we we. we we're forced to be realistic real quick. We're forced to realize, especially when you grow up in certain areas, you're forced to realize where you come from, how they, people view you, outsiders view you, and how much luck you actually have. And you can't even look at it as luck. It's blessings at the end of the day because there's so many black people that have it worse. Yeah. So... Yeah, when I say blessings, it's real. Like, we, so far in my lifetime, and um, we're not going to discuss age because we don't do that over here, (laughs) but (laughs) I've not been harassed by the police the way I have some other friends that they explain it to Mm -hmm. me. I have not gone through what they've gone through. Thank God. I have not. I feel like I haven't, and I'm not calling it upon myself, just to double back from last week's episode because I'm like, why can't I recall a moment and to be honest, I think it's because I do not drive. Mm, I feel like... It, that's it. Too. And so I'm avoiding a big part of that type of harassment because the majority of the stories I'm hearing from black women is when they drive. And for black men, it's just any time. Yeah. It's in cabs. It's walking, like walking. Chilling. Anything. doesn't matter. And so I've avoided a large chunk Chunk. of that police harassment because i do not drive i plan on doing that this year but like all of this stuff going on that doesn't help my anxiety surrounding it might might be a little bit better because a little bit hopefully the police officers are a little bit more woke hopefully y'all got a good walking well i'll be honest i don't know if i should say this but i will say it um as much as my my mom would say that Mark Saunders is whitewashed, and what she means by that, I know she's really saying he's a coon. Um, and I'm not saying that's what I believe. I'm I'm just saying as as much as of that, everybody thinks okay because he's black, he's he might be down for us. I'm actually more nervous for who's stepping in for him because it could be the most white supremacist type of per- right. person everybody's excited about him stepping down and i get it but who's coming in after him you're absolutely right because when you said that the first time i'm like it instantly hit me and i'm just like oh he's stepping down i'm like i didn't like him i wasn't fond of I'm him i'm not the fondest i'm not i'm not really fond of how he just chooses to dis his choice of words are just not always and how he chooses to display his blackness yeah i'm no, not no not um it's very scary especially in the climate that we live in like but to be honest Mm -hmm. um this is a this is a serious time as egyptian would say and um (laughs) what's wrong with you and yo they better pick somebody wise because at the end of the day not white wise wise because we're not tolerating no stupidness eh like you guys you guys think this this is is a toronto this is a peaceful protest You better wait and see because at the end we're at the end that we're all about destruction because that's how we hear things. That's how you will see things. That's how Toronto people talk. You better you better prepare yourself, eh? Prepare yourself, son. 
No, that's the New York. No, that's New York. Sorry, I'm, I'm coming. This girl really wants to have I'm this Brooklyn Harlem battle. I'm I just want you to know that Harlem is better. I love Whatever. Brooklyn, but I just need okay. you to know. Harlem is historical. You had, she had so much fun in Harlem. When I, I brought her to Harlem, she's like, oh my God, her Gemini side really I, came I out. I did. I never, all the years that I've spent in New York, not to go off topic, mm -hmm. all the years that I've spent in New York, I have not visited Harlem, and it was a grand old time. <laughs> it was, Anyways. It was fun as hell. I kind of want to um, touch on my experience with the uh, the white people. I don't know if I call them friends. I haven't had a white friend. That is to be... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to declare it. Why? To be declared. To be honest, so yeah. Natalie, yes. To be honest, I just think of Pressa. I don't know why, but okay. Shout out to Pressa. Pressa. Shout out. Press and machine. <laughs> Is that that's who Rens listens to? A lot. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes here. Can you go on? So, so, um, aside from that, because I don't want people to be like, oh, you were. Like, I don't want that to be the case. Um, I haven't had a white friend since 2011. Well, when you say friend, let's, let's because I hold the, the phrase or the name or what would you call it? Well, then I didn't hold the phrase so tight. Okay. So that's why from that time is when I was like, I need to reiterate, like, to reconsider what this friend title means oh because the friend title to me is massive like i just that's why i don't have a lot of friends because you just don't find friends hanging off the street well, or if you pick them out of the sky there's people that you hold near and dear like i just my friend circle is very petite it's very small and i for myself as well uh, but I just, I don't purposely choose not to have white friends. I'm not going out there like, mm, mm. Uh, I don't, I actually don't run into a lot of white people. I'm being honest, my surroundings, I don't. My family is, my family is multicultural. Very. Um, we have Asian, we have, you name it, we have white, we have everything. Guyanese, everything. Um, Trini, but, um... I haven't had a white friend since 2011, and 2011 was actually when I broke up with my white boyfriend. And I found that those white people were only my friends because of my boyfriend. Or at least that's how it felt, because after the breakup, none of those white people kept in contact. You know what I mean? And I never liked them anyways, most of them. Some of them I actually thought they were cool, um, but I did live with white people in 2010, 2011. I had four, three roommates. Two of them were not my friends. They were my friend's friend. Okay. My friend and I, we rented a house. My friend and I lived in the basement. Two other girls up top. I didn't really fuck with those girls, but I knew them because we all, in our first year, we all lived in the same dorm. 
Like, they were on the lower level, I was on the upper level, and so that's how I knew them. I didn't like how they would treat my friend. My friend was... For me, Jewish people have never really been white. Mm -hmm. Only, I say this because I have sickle cell. Mm -hmm. And growing up, very young, I knew at a young age, based off of the doctor's research, people that are one of the only other race that had sickle cell, other than the black race, Mm -hmm. The only other race that had sickle cell at the time was Jewish people, but they called it something else. They yeah, didn't call it sickle cell. That. They called it another type of blood disorder. Mm -hmm. So I've never, because I've always grew up, sickle cell is a black disease. So I've only thought of Jewish people as... It's like other, like not other, I but I wouldn't like, call them black, but they were... They weren't white. They weren't white. They were black. And they were a form of black, but... They, I knew that they didn't all see themselves that way. So I wouldn't yeah. walk up to a Jewish people and say, a Jewish person and say, "Oh, you're black and we relate and rate te But yeah, at the as I got older, I've come to realize there's so many other races. There's Asians, there's Spanish, Puerto Ricans mm -hmm. that I know that have sickle cell. So I know that it can pass on to other people, mm -hmm. but. Jewish people do have sickle cell as well. Yeah, honestly, and sorry, just not. I didn't white. never consider Jewish people um, white just because I grew up with them. Like my dad is Jewish, like practicing Jew, like goes to the synagogue every Saturday. Like used to take me as a kid. I didn't understand what the heck was going on, and I went to predominantly Jewish schools. So I never looked at them as white. All my best friends were Jewish growing okay. up. And so meeting this girl and me connecting with her, and the only reason why I connected with her is because I saw how the other girls, the two girls that lived upstairs, we all had the same house. It was all one house, but I just kind of separated it as upstairs, downstairs. And the two girls upstairs, they how they would treat her in the first year, like she would literally be having sex in her room and her roommate, um, I won't say the name, her roommate came in and would call everybody else to come and watch her having sex with this guy. What? And so I'm like, yo, I say to my Jewish friend, yo, those are not your friends. If they're doing that to you, they're literally sneaking and crawling on the floor, open the door to watch her have sex. And I'm like, those are not your friends. And she's like, yeah, but... What? But Shanae... She used to call me Shanae. She's like, Shanae, can you... Because she used to do C-H-A-N-E. Accente gu. So she's like, Shanae... And I was cool with that. She's just like, Shanae, like... Honestly, like... I don't know where we gonna live. I'm like, I'm gonna live with my boyfriend. <laughs> she's like, but can you come live with us? And I said, you know what, fine. And the whole bagating them going with... <laughs> like... Yo, Yo the whole bag of things. And it was super, those girls were super racist. And in that moment, like, I don't know why it didn't just 100% click to me. Not the Jewish girl. She wasn't racist until I slapped her. But that's a different story. But, I mean, she asked for it. And I think I've mentioned this on here. I think you have. She, I said, yo, don't make me slap you. And she's like, do it then. And then I slapped her. Anyways, I don't play that. Anyway, when you ask for it, you receive, eh? You know? And so, the two girls that lived upstairs 
where was I going? I don't even remember. <laughs> the two girls upstairs were just super racist. And they had all these, they bought, they had all these pets. All these pets. Yeah. And one of the pets that they got were hamsters. And three, there was, I think, three or two hamsters. All the pets were upstairs, except for Charlie the Hedgehog, which was my Jewish friend's pet. Me not have no pet because me come from black household. We don't do that without fish <laughs> or dog at most. Maybe a cat, but me, I've never had a cat. I've only had fish as pets. Mm-hmm. So they named, the two girls upstairs, named one of the hamsters, which was a girl, Niglet. Because she was, had white, she was white but had black spots. So they named her Niglet. What? And I just remember being like, what the f... Like, do you guys think I'm that black girl where because I have a white boyfriend that you guys think this is okay? Like, this this behavior is okay? I don't think you've ever told me this. No, no. That's, like, my past. Like, I do not... Like, 2011 was my year, but that was the last time I had white friends. I never lived with white people after that. Like, just not doing that. And I remember when I, 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 I slapped Michelle... And her mom drove all the way from Toronto to to St. Catharines, because that's where I was living. St. Catharines, Niagara Falls. And her mom would just wanted, wanted to say racial slurs. She's like, you... Ni-. And she stopped herself. And I said, oh, you want to get slapped too? Because I'll slap you. And my mom will come down here and she'll slap you too. <laughs> like, I'm not playing with y'all. And... That's when I realized, okay, not all Jewish people see us no, they don't. as the same. And I still love Jewish people. Like, my daddy's still Jewish. Listen, so I, You know what it is about people that, are, that practice the Jewish faith? Mm-hmm. I just love the commitment. I don't know. I used to live on Bathurst, Bathurst yeah. and Wilson. So everybody, anybody that knows, Toronto knows. Bathurst is that, that strip. That's the strip where you would see... Um, the Jew people of Jewish culture in their Orthodox att- Jews, it's yes. Orthodox Jews, yeah. Orthodox, Orthodox Jews in their attire, and they're wearing the hats. Mm-hmm. And you have the curls, and I just yeah. respect the fact that they're so committed, committed and mm-hmm. so loyal to their faith. Um, I actually had a landlord, Ken, who mm-hmm. is black, mm-hmm. and he was Jewish, yeah. and he practiced Jewish faith religiously, and I was in a bad situation bad religion bad religion bad relationship probably felt and like a religion it did a cult it was, practice every day. It was a cult probably he separated me from everybody but yeah he would come pick up the rent and he made it his duty to come to our door personally just to have dialogue with me and he would always preach to me mm-hmm. like he and but ken also switched to buddhism <laughs> shortly after I was gonna say something but I know um, a few people have done that but he just was just so holy Mm -hmm. let's just say that he was just so holy and because he practiced the Jewish faith and then shortly after when he decided to switch over to Buddhism like he shared that with me as well Mm -hmm. but I just appreciate the fact that he wanted to help he He saw my situation he's an outsider looking in he's just like you can do better 
and that's get yourself out and that's what religion is about i or should should be about it should be about about it's not the fact that you're trying to save you're not captain save a hoe but you're just you're like let me speak some words that god might want you to hear and hopefully it penetrates your dome and hopefully it gets you to a better place so do you think question because of course we're tying this back to race do you feel like he felt comfortable to do that with you because you were black yes i do i think it's because he was black and he did say when he used to go into the synagogue he said that people would look at him weird. Oh, like, I got that my entire life. And Ken is not, like, fair-skinned, dark-skinned, black man with a bald head. Yeah. He walked into the synagogue, and he did what he had to do, but he said it was, that people weren't receptive, but he felt like, at in his place, that was his calling, and that's what he did. And I, and I, I rate that, because that reminds me of my dad, like, growing up going to school and my dad had this thing where he would just pop up on us at school not tell us and he'd be walking down the hallways and I wouldn't know that he was there but people would whisper whoever went to the washroom and said there was a black guy with a yarmulke on his head going to the office and I would just sink in my seat and be like this is such a sitcom what the hell is is my dad doing here is Is he here for me is he here for britney like because my sisters and i we went to the same school like Chantal and i we went to the same high school but when i was in grade nine she was in grade 12 and then she left and then when i was in grade 10 britney was in grade nine so we were all there together and i'm like is he there for me is he here for britney do they know britney has a different mom uh, it took some explaining, but still, I don't think. No, yeah, I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, do they know? Yeah. Oh, do they know that yeah. Brittany? Oh, my sister Brittany, she has a different mom. Me and Chantel, you guys hear me talk about Chantel a lot. We have the same mom, but Brittany is my younger sister. She has a different mom. Um, her and Crystal have the same mom. Okay, it's a lot of information. <laughs> um, so it was actually really confusing, like going to the synagogues and being the only black people really that are there Mm. and then over a couple years now like now there's more black people it's more diverse but when you relate when you said ken was his name Mm -hmm. your landlord Mm -hmm. i relate that to my dad because i appreciate the commitment yeah um to the religion like you feel it in your heart and you continue it no matter what everybody's saying like people are looking at my dad like and i was so embarrassed so embarrassed i don't know i i don't know what i would think if you i'm pretty sure maybe i would feel embarrassed yeah in high school i didn't feel cool Mm. about it Mm. because already i'm already in a high school with a thousand kids and only about 10 of them are black so now there's even more attention on me because i'm black and i'm supposed to be jewish but my mom is christian and so they're like did your dad was your dad born a jew no he converted but my mom was kind of born into that religion but she switched over and they're all confused and it's like okay like i don't need to explain this to y'all and i learned that as i got older and that's kind of why not why i don't have white friends but the way that they made me feel about how i grew up and my lifestyle and when i say my lifestyle like at that time like 
how I was, how I came into this This world. It's not a normal way. It's not, and it's not a way that some people will understand. But when I talk to black people, it's like, I get it. Okay, like your your papa was a Rolling Stone. Like okay, normal though. Like that word normal like annoys me. Like what is normal? Who? What is your definition of normal? Who made this definition? Like who sets the the stage the platform of what normal is like whiteness and, and that's the issue with our society i can't stand it and like, i i don't know if that's a hundred percent the issue now but back then growing up when we were kids that whiteness was the standard of normal yeah um two kids two parent home you know what i mean like it was but but my mom never like my mom never pushed that no and that my mom never did either and that's when i realized you know what my family's different and i accepted that very very early you know what i've never ever and there's a lot of black people that dealt their blackness like yeah i'm having a lot of high school friends pop up on instagram now that are talking about high school and like how they tried to get away from their blackness and And i i and i'm not even trying to pat myself on the back i'm not even trying to boast or nothing but when i tell you guys this i mean it from the bottom of my heart i never doubted my blackness Mm -hmm. i thought because i went i was going to school in scarborough i started off in kindergarten in scarborough my mom had so many stages like but they all bottom line the surface of it was always black so Mm -hmm. my mom went from she just came from christian and she was black Mm -hmm. and then she went into um baptist Mm -hmm. and then she was black Mm -hmm. and then she went into she went through this african stage Mm -hmm. and then she was black Mm -hmm. and then she went into this rastafarian stage and she was a dread for a long time and she was black like i didn't know anything but But black like that's just it going to kindergarten when i tell you that it's no lie like i gravitated to the black kids i had friends i had a clique Mm -hmm. of girls all black one girl named angela she was white and she it was almost like initiation in kindergarten (laughs) to even hang out with us and it was like we didn't put initiation we didn't put her through the ringer but at the end of the day angela had to like you know she had to like she wanted to be there and she she wanted to know about the culture i liked her and she was cool so angela kind of had to like make her way with the group and whatever Mm. moving to finch italian elementary school were the black kids i got in trouble for Mm. that real quick but i gravitated to the blackest kids i can find Mm -hmm. which were majority of them were um iraqi they're from they're syrian i noticed that in low-income neighborhoods like people think it's all black people it's not but it's actually a lot of like irani afghani pakistani like and black people somali like there's a mixture and like for me like i grew up like you see how you said you like you knew you were black from your kid i didn't know like and it's not that i thought i was white i didn't um but i went to like a a school that was like pretty diverse Mm. my best friend was white 
and then my other best friend was Indian, half Indian, half Asian. Oh, that's, that's so super, that's different. It and she's like super, like super goth. Like wow. she was super dark, but I I don't know. My mom always just told me like it doesn't matter what somebody's size was. My dad was the opposite. He's like, oh, why are you hanging around with that fat gal? Like, and I'd be like ten, and my dad would say shit like that. But my mom would always tell me. It doesn't matter what somebody looks like or their race. If you like them as a friend, treat them with respect. Yes. So in elementary school, I didn't know that I was black, even though I lived in jungle. I didn't go to school in jungle. Mm. And then middle school, my sister's middle school did not accept me. And that's when I kind of figured out I'm black and I live in an impoverished neighborhood. Because they said, it's outside of the area. And I said, well, why? No, I said, but my parents are like, but well, you accepted Chantel. Why don't you accept Chanel? Hmm. Like, Chantel's leaving. Because, you know, middle school's three years. Yeah. So I'm not making it in time for Chantel to still be there for them to consider me. So that's when I went to school in the neighborhood. That's when I realized I was black. And I was bullied for, like, a month. Wow. Because they were like, you're whitewashed. And I was like, what are you talking about? They're like, oh, you didn't come to Flemington. You didn't go to Flemington. You went to Glen Park. And they only let me in because I had a boyfriend who went to Flemington but got expelled and then came to Glen Park. Wow. So the popular black kids only let me... Association. They only let me in because I was associated. But then I said, F them. And I went to go hang out with my Ethiopian girls and all that stuff. Like, that's who my crew was. And the Afghani, and then after I switched over, because it's like when you're popular, your boyfriend's popular, and now you like kind of have that. Yeah, you have So you kind of have to, you know. But I was still friends with my old friend. I didn't know I was black till I went to a school with all black kids. Like, I didn't know that. Wow. I didn't know what race was, and it was an issue, because I had friends of all type of races. I don't know. My mom just preached those things at an early age. She just said... You know what it was? And I think I've told this before on the podcast in the earlier episodes. Mm -hmm. The principal, actually, because my mom is so fair-skinned, the Mm -hmm. principal was shocked when he saw my brother and me. Mm -hmm. At the time, my sister was much younger, so she wasn't in school. But when my brother got into a disagreement with somebody, my mom had to come to the school. Mm -hmm. And me and him, for some reason, I got pulled into the office, too. And we're sitting in the office, and the principal was like, so where's your mother? And he was going on ways, and she was actually standing at the secretary desk. And she's like, um, that's me. She's like, and he's like, but you're white. My mom was like, excuse me? Listen, there was one situation my mom was jumping on his desk, like, my mom was not one to I almost said around. your mom's name. She's so funny. She's She is a red, what Guyanese or Caribbean people would say, red-skinned, red-headed black woman. Yeah, I, I love your mom. And when she was a lot younger, she looked a lot more white. Mm-hmm. So it was hard to determine whether, whatever she was. Nobody mm-hmm. knew what she was. Mm-hmm. So and she has a bit of freckles too if yeah you look she close. has yeah. a lot of like my mom mm-hmm. people did the principal had no clue that my mom had two brown skinned children mm-hmm. so he was hella confused but my mom let him know real quick and i never got in trouble ever since yeah but it was the op it's kind of funny like like we're sitting here super super pro-black but we had 
different upbringings, but we came we came to the same conclusion. Conclusion. Like I don't know if my parents tried to hide race mm. from me. My mom is not that type of person, I but I don't think she that. was. I don't know. I was. I'm the. I'm the younger one out of me, Chantal. So maybe she vocalized it to Chantal. I remember being in grade six, grade seven, and she used to say, "Just because." It might sound bad to other people, but whatever. Just because you live here doesn't mean... Or just because you're from here doesn't mean you have to act like everybody who lives here. Everybody, we've all heard that. If you're from a Caribbean background, I don't know about any other households, but I I know from a Caribbean... I know they're wondering where it is. Yes. I know from a Caribbean background, I grew up in Jane and Finch, and I'm telling you... Every, all the children that grew up in our household, we never got arrested. We never had any com or situations with the cops or anything mm-hmm. like that. And that's just what we were told. Just yeah. because we live here doesn't mean we have to be a product of yeah, pretty much where is we what live. she was saying. That's it. You don't have to become where you live, and there's nothing wrong with that message. But again, like I didn't know I was black till grade six. But then in high school is when I knew I for sure without a doubt. <laughs> without a doubt those white people every single day for the four years i was there made sure i knew i was black they like i come to find out they called the area where all the black people sit in Africa. i didn't i didn't know that me and my friends didn't know that we called it we called it the steps so it was like I know my sister created that. Like, my sister and her grade created that. As I said, like, she was in grade 12, I was in grade 9. So when I came, the black people were already clicked up because, again, mm. only about 10, 15 black students. So what can you really do? You just click up. And so we just took the steps in the cafeteria, and we sat there. And one thing about the steps that I will say is that we never discriminated against anybody we let white people sit there like and these are white people who were considered goths or outsiders that the popular white kids wouldn't welcome in we let them in we let asian white gay lesbian you name it anybody was allowed to sit at the steps because we were already outsiders so we were like come like we welcome you and that's just how it was and yeah they named it Africa. and some of the black people who didn't hang out in Africa. I come to find out that they were told by white people, why didn't you hang out with Africa? And I'm only finding this out, like, last week. Africa. Yeah, they called it Africa. I'm going to play a little clip. I guess when we were ending the, the podcast, Farrakhan, he said this the best I saw. Sorry, you hear me kiss me. <laughs> well, I, he said it mm-hmm. on Charlemagne's, Charlemagne posted it and T.I. posted it. I followed the both of them, mm-hmm. and he said it the best. The funny thing is, as much as we as black people have endured we do we never decided to beat up other discriminate, people discriminate put never. other people down never. like let them feel smaller never. for who they were like never. that's the thing like us we don't hate we don't we embrace as you know like i just said and chanel said we have family members that are black white Asian, Asian, of all so many different cultures, mm -hmm. so many different backgrounds. We don't discriminate. And the sad thing is, when it boils down to it, we are discriminated against. Why do y'all hate us so 
much. And this is definitely not a repeat of what we talked about last week. It's not. It's Far just to, from it. to give you guys an experience or an, an, an eyes view on one, like we started this conversation on why I don't have white friends and Danny's white friends. I didn't even get into why I don't have white friends. Why don't you have white friends? I do have white friends. Okay. Why doesn't Danny have white friends? I don't have white friends anymore because they're racist. I have the one white friend that we discussed earlier. Mm -hmm. He's a great individual. Mm -hmm. He's in here. Shout out to you. You got it. You were okay. real one. Real one from day one. <laughs> Even though I met you through my abusive ex. You're a real one. But look, a real friendship. The fact that he's still your friend after all of that. Like, that that's something to... Yeah, for real. Like, I met him through Dutty Glamour. Dutty Glamour then lost all his friends. And they all came to me. Danny's to... a friend thief, though. Y'all have to know that. Facts. Facts. No cat. Listen, you can only be a friend, teeth, if you have a good personality and if you have a good heart. Did you? Did side note? Did you steal all of Rudd's family and friends? Yes. <laughs> Shando. Yes, I did. Danny steals everybody, and I'm bro. I'm not gonna move my head too hard before these bonds come out. Okay, well, let's keep it intact here. Stop. Let's bring it back. Okay, so Listen, they were racist, I except for your other the friend. The one that no one acknowledges him as, as an uncle. uncle. And that's just facts. And he'll always be part of our family. Mm-hmm. He's just that guy. But I've come to realize, yo, I got accused one time. I went to a barbecue. Mm-hmm. And you know what? These people, they've always been kind to me. But their mom, for some reason... So the dad has been kind to you. The dad has been kind. Yes, I've witnessed this. I don't know if the mom has been kind. It was a weird kind. And when I say... Oh, yes. And when I say a weird Uh, kind... I don't even want to talk about this. I'll explain later. But... um, Let's see. Mom was... Mom was kind. Let's not get it twisted. She was not nasty to me, but... I think she always had an underlining issue with me. I wasn't sure what it was mm-hmm. until the day I got accused of her being racist. I called her racist, which I never did. Yes, I remember that and day. And Chanel was there, and I was just, like, confused. I would pre- We were pretty much getting kicked out of the home because yeah. apparently I thought she was racist. You had spoken to your friend privately, and it was like it was late in the night and we were all hanging out with chilling whatever and your friend told his mom that you thought she was racist and keep in mind this is Danny's like real friend like I don't mean like friend like ooh friend like this is friend like strictly friend and I'm there with Danny because she's like oh they always the parents are so cool like welcoming we could always come over no matter the time in the morning like we can just come through like and we were somewhere else before I don't know what we were doing but we drove we went to Shisha? yeah Shisha what were we doing we were in Shisha bar (laughs) we were we were with my friend. Um, 
Uh, the uncle. Yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And so then we whipped over there. Mm-hmm. Danny drove over there, and all of a sudden, we're sitting there, we're chilling, and the vibes is okay. It was good. We'll say okay. Was- In the beginning, it was good. And then after, it went left. left. All the way left. Mom went left. Dad went left. My left. Yeah. Mom went left. Dad went left. And it just, we got the fuck out of there. I got a call talking about, oh, you're not welcome here because you said my mom was racist or shit like that. But he defended you, though. He did. He defended you against his mom. He did. But I don't know where this lady got got that from. But, you know, to be honest. I'm boiling it down to a woman thing at the end of the day. Facts. I think um, I, I think she is racist. I but do. I, I really think do. it has think, to I, with the yeah. I think it has to do with territory. Son, dad hanging out with two black girls. Young may, black girls. Young black girls. Maybe she's being territorial. Maybe she's a little bit intimidated. Who knows? I think so. Probably, um, maybe past things have happened. Maybe and I don't know. She's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I was new there. I didn't know what's going on. At the end of the day, I grew up in an area where I know being black and not bad looking, people lust after you. And you know what? Yeah. And it's lust in the background. It's not lust up front. So, let's say. Someone with an Italian culture, which happened very often where I grew up in Jaden Finch, where I would be walking to school and there would be an older person who was Italian mm-hmm. trying to pick me up in their car, calling me from one sweet this to oh sweet God. that. But would he do that in front of his friends? Hell would he no. do that in front of people of, from his no. culture? No, no, he wouldn't. It's a secret fetish. Yeah. And that's just what it was. That's why I really boil it down to that. Honestly, it was just yeah, mom. two two young black girls hanging out with her husband, hanging out with her son, and she just wasn't happy. And we were hanging out with your friend, which eventually came up, my friend, and then your other friends whose parents' house were we at. We were at. We could have went to his house, which was down the street, yeah. but he's like, nah, my parents are cool. I think he's like, my girl's tripping or what? I don't know what the case was. Whatever. Um, come but through. Come and at through. the time, the friend's house that I was at, he's he was dating a girl that was Caribbean as well. Yeah, she's black. So it was just like, yo, what yeah. the hell? Like, But I'm sure she probably received some brunt of the mom's aggression like i wouldn't be surprised i don't know where it came from but to if you guys are watching this that's why i don't hang out with you guys period so that's why you don't hang out with them no i don't i don't want to deal with that anymore because it's been a minute i'm I'm not apologizing for who i am i'm not apologizing for my skin i'm not apologizing for nothing because i didn't do nothing it's been never never disrespectful always polite never been nasty always in good spirits mm-hmm. i just don't have the time anymore and at the end of the day i don't see nobody reaching out to me my phone number has never changed it's always been the same and nobody's I've, reached out since so i've never i remember experiencing that and then danny was dropping me home and i told her i don't know if it was that day or the next day <laughs> but 
I don't. I think I. I said to you, I don't ever want to hang out no, with them again. You didn't say that. And I, I just didn't feel comfortable. And in order for me to be happy, I need to feel comfortable. Yeah. And I like being like hearing the mom say, "Oh, you say I'm racist. What did I do to you?" And and the mom is racist. Period. Like no no dispute. And her son would have never brought it to her if she wasn't. It's a fact. Because if he, if he thought his mom wasn't racist, he would have just told you, nah, my mom's not racist. But he brought it to his mom and said, why did you make Danielle feel that way? And he even said it again in front of his mom. Like, he didn't give no qualms. Yo, white people be brave. Like, I am. <laughs> like, white no, people honestly, be brave. And you know what? There's, you know, we are raised time and place. And I'm not about to go kick off anybody's mom's face. And like, husband just about... sit on there and not do nothing to defend it. <laughs> I'm not doing nothing. Me, I'm not saying nothing because them, them, they're looking Yo, crazy. I'm hella respect, respectful. I was raised different. And like I said, the guy, the son, never did anything <laughs> wrong to me. And his, the rest of his family has always been respectful. So mm-hmm. I gracefully bow out. And I'm just like, you know, y'all don't reach out to me, so I don't reach out to y'all. That's just it. Did you ever feel like you're the token black friend? The what? The token black friend. Hell yeah. I can't lie. Meeting those friends amongst, like, coming into your circle, seeing that, I was like, uh, do they respect Danielle? Like, I feel like they respect you, but was it respect out of fear? I think they're with, I think they were fearful of me cussing them out because I'm I've always been straight mm-hmm. and I'm just walking around like who wants to say something who who wants to say something I just feel like that and I'm just always waiting but it never came no never came this there girl was one is girl, so funny there was one girl that tried it and she just got shut the fuck down there was a girl who tried it oh yeah. <laughs> I will get that story off camera. She tried it. I don't think I was present. Get, you can shut the fuck down. And I'm straight. I'm not. I, I don't feel the need to cover up who I am. Mm-mm. I'm not ashamed of being black. I love being black. I will never change the skin. Never. If I could even get dark hair, I would. What the fuck? <laughs> Why did you make them fade? What the fuck? I just would. I'm I, not even getting. Being aware, that's important. You come to learn some things, 
And there's just some things we were not willing to accept anymore. I need a white friend that doesn't make me feel like I'm burdening them when I talk about society excuse me, systemic racism. Mm. Um, why are you making me feel uncomfortable about a situation that um, racist, and I won't call them white people, like racist in general, have have implemented. They've implemented systemic racism, but you as a white person make me feel uncomfortable, but you say you're down. I don't need that type of friend that's going to make me feel uncomfortable. Like You need to be down with the cause you don't have to be on the front lines you can do like i do you can you can be on the front lines if you want to but you can protest um you can sign petitions donate bring awareness to systemic racism but if y'all motherfuckers want to be my friend we got some rules not rules i shouldn't say rules because that's not fair but like i i would i need you to be aware of your privilege and use your privilege for good for good yeah period honestly that's my major expectation of having a friend that is not black i just need you to be aware like if you're my friend you be my friend to the Mm -hmm. end you be my friend through the up this girl swear she's lord bangs if you money girl, you money get to the I end. I know, I know, I know what you're trying to do. Anyways, you be my nigga from the beginning to the end, okay? Through the good times, through the bad, through the ugly times, through the funny times. She thinks she's beat the game. I just need times, to be there. Like if we're marching. You you be the one to call me and be like, yo, Danny, we're marching today. Mm-hmm. Like that's or it. I'm going to this march. Like you or pulling just, up. Like you posting this today because I'm posting this today. Like I just don't want you to love our us black people under the covers. Be love open. us, love us openly. Love us, love all people of, openly with no shame, mm-hmm. no nothing. Just be be black and proud. That's all I'm asking. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I'll claim you same way. Like, I can bring you, just like I said, my friend, he's white. He's very white. I bring him around all my family members. And I don't feel like he's white. Like, I don't look at him and be like... My family doesn't discriminate. He's white. I don't discriminate. We don't don't discriminate. You come to family function, you're treated as such. Yeah, I don't... We don't don't know what that is. We don't know what discrimination is. We don't know what that is. We don't know what racism is. Hello. Uh, I know what racism Let's is, but it. I don't. I don't participate in it. No, we don't. I don't participate. Come in on. It. This we girl treat you. <laughs> we treat you fairly. And that's you all we're asking for. The same curry on your plate. The same amount of curry that I have on my plate. You just Dang. get it on your own plate. The same size roti. You just get clap on your plate. You get clap on on my plate too. I mean, I can't lie. If you come to my family function and someone's, like, behind the food and you're white, they're going to look at you like, you sure you want this? Like, because they don't know if you can handle the spice. I'm just being honest. No, that's facts. I'm just being honest. The same guy that we were talking about, the mom was racist, his ears used to burn when he had spicy food. He'd be like, really? yo, my ears are hot. I'd be like, I've what? I've never heard of this. Your ears are hot. I've never heard so of this. spice used to make his ears hot. I don't know if that's a thing. But no, I don't think it's a thing because I know somebody who is white and she loves spice. Like she likes, I like spice, but she likes spice more than I like spice. So I she like loves spice. spicy food. So I don't like spice. 
I don't know if it's might be um from that particular country from mm. for that person. Okay. Hungry. Oh, like yeah. they're from Hungary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I would have never guessed. I thought it was somewhere else, like Serbia or something. Didn't know. I didn't know. I the whole time I had a perception and I didn't know, yeah. so I was wrong. But um, what are we gonna talk about next? Are Listen. we talking about anything yet? Yeah, we have. We gotta address the Karens. Listen. So I want to talk to you. This is what I actually want to pull up from Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> Before. Let me just pull up this. And apparently the governor of New York, so Kumo, my mom's like obsessed with his brother who's a like CNN anchor. So his Kumo is the governor and then he has a brother who works for CNN. Okay. So my mom's obsessed with the brother who works for CNN. So Kumo Kumo asked asked New York state lawmakers to adopt an Amy Cooper 911 false accusation bill so those of you who don't know who amy cooper is is the lady who called the police on the guy in central park that's her name amy cooper Mm. and they're trying to pass a bill to make it illegal for you to call the police and accuse like basically falsely call the police and accuse somebody of something and they're calling Mm. it the amy Cooper like bill and you could get up to like I think five years Nobody in prison and I think like, it's great what? yeah five years in jail that's um, the name of it Amy Cooper that's that's the name you want I think it's great to it's be honest amazing. I think it's great um there's so many people who get called police on like for no reason so many black people because we're keeping this at um a black it's black, yeah, we're, it's a black it's, issue. It's a black issue. Like, yeah, there's a reason why we have hashtag Karen mm-hmm. or Karens today trending. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but white women, and it's majority white women, not to single you guys out, but like, y'all, some of y'all have been on a rampage in regards to feeling the urge to call the cops on something of another black person is doing yeah living breathing breathing interacting it's it's become a crime a to park? you guys setting it's, up a barbecue i actually seen um a celebrity i don't remember his name because i'm horrible at this <laughs> but he was exercising with his friends mm-hmm. and a white lady came up to him and his friends why aren't you guys wearing a mask he said there's a rule, he said, there's a rule that states as long as you have the mask on you or on you, it's completely fine. Yeah. He said, here's my mask, here is my friend's mask, leave us alone, we are exercising. She did not go right, so away. So this was outside and yes. she came up to, yes, she when there's walked- a whole bunch of fresh oxygen outside yes. and she asked them, where are your yes, masks? yes. Where are your masks? Yes. Karen, where is your husband? Where is your children? What are you doing? Mind your own friggin' business. Like, That's what you need to do. Their health does not concern you. You didn't even need to ask them that question. Amy Cooper, the guy was asking, and I and sorry for calling him the guy, I don't remember mm. his name, but the gentleman was asking you to put your dog 
on a leash because in that area you're supposed to and what'd you do oh my god oh my god there's an african-american that is looking at me or filming me with his phone she didn't even get to all of that he's harassing i don't even know if she said harassing me but her tone was suggestive of she was in harm like what and then what happened to you and the lie detector determined that was a lie mary said you were lying and what happened to your dog and what happened to your job it's gone bitch mind your own fucking business bro that's it and i don't even swear like that but listen mind your own business like you won't get in trouble with the cops you won't be called karen if you if you just mind your own business like mind your own business if it's not physically harming you keep it pushing there's this thing about i don't want to say all white people but um racists I'll, i'll label them as that whoever fits in that category they have been saying Okay, you want to defund the police? Well, watch when I get my 9mm or whatever. And I don't know what it is about white people that they feel like they are the police when the police are not there. Is there just something about um, white racists that feel like, I gotta step in and I gotta take charge. And it's like, bro, nobody's asking you to police us. It's so funny. Who's Yo, policing y'all? Honestly, because you guys are doing the right thing all the fucking time. It's a joke. Like, stop. Listen, I have a permit for accessible parking. It doesn't matter how I got it. It doesn't matter. It's, it's legal, okay? Yo, I'll be pulling up in the parking lot, music blasting, jamming, pull up in accessible parking. I see the eyes people peering looking into my vehicle looking for the permit i take the permit dash it on the dashboard they're still looking like and they're looking to and they watch me walk they watch whoever and i'm watch with you walk. they just like <laughs> they, right? they want to see if i'm gonna they want to see it they want to see it but listen they check the dashboard the permits there it's still not enough they want to know why i have it they just want to know it's not like you got it illegally like you you, it's it's, clearly a legal permit uh legal not illegal not illegal. it's legal why do you guys care so much if somebody threw something on the dashboard the permit is there why are you still looking? What is the problem? And sometimes accessibility is visible and sometimes it's, it's not, not visible. So you need Come to mind on. your fucking Somebody business. Somebody doesn't need to be walking with a cane. So it's none of your business. Hello, uh, City of Toronto, Mayor John Tory, uh, license plate, CDJ. Like, it's, mind your fucking business. You guys care so mind much? your I'm business. I'm just so confused that you don't even know how much this bothers me. Because I don't give a shit about what anything else is happening. As long as it's not affecting me and mine, I don't care. I like, think that don't that, bother me. I think that is just the mentality that us black people had to adopt for ourselves and it can sometimes be considered selfish and i'm not calling you selfish in that moment but we've 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 adopted that mentality because it's like okay as long as um like 
not you, but like Massa, like back in the days, not looking at me. Like I, I, I gotta mind my bit. Like I'm minding my business, so yeah. don't you y'all don't look at me. And and we've had to. Like it's not something we choose to do, but we've had to. Like I've seen people in situations. I remember going to Fresh Go at Jane and Finch, and one day, right, right, right when the pandemic started. And I remember being in line and this white guy, the lines were an hour long. I remember standing in the line for half an hour just wow. to get a little planting and a little one, two, ting and ting. And I remember this white guy, as we were getting close to the, to the, the front of the line, this white guy decided to bud this black lady in the line beside me. Mm. And she was just like, yo, what are you doing? Like, why are you doing that? And I spoke up. I spoke up because there's too many times where black people see other black people speaking up and they think, oh, that girl is the one that's causing the problem. And really, she's not the one causing the problem. And I said to him, I'm like, just because you think because you're white and you have white privilege, you can butt in the line. The security guard was black and was like, no, no, just leave him. And I said to the security guard, who was African? And I said to him, <laughs> why'd you make that? Yo, and I, I had the same I said to him, the security guard was African too. I said to him, I said, if this person was black, you wouldn't be like, oh, just leave him, just leave him, just let him go. You would be like, sir, you need to, not even sir, you need to get out of the line, da da da. So why is it that you just feel? And I spoke up and they let him go. But the black lady. People were looking at the black lady like she was the one that was the problem. She caused the issue. Because she was vocal. And sometimes, not sometimes, all the time, our vocalness, us being outspoken, is a problem to other people, other races. I can't stand that. And that's something that I'm not willing to compromise. I'm going to be vocal as fuck. And I don't care. Oh, I'm I don't vocal. care. I'm vocal all the time. I'm probably looked at as the angry black woman all the time. I know I, don't I care. am. I, I don't know care. I am. And the, the funny thing is, I went through a similar situation in a grocery store where I per I was in line at the cash, purchased all my stuff. I decided to say, you know what? Because I had a big ass watermelon with me. And Girl. I was like, I was like, okay, let me use the basket and bring it out to the car and bring it back. Mm-hmm. The cashier was like, you can't bring the basket. I can't bring the basket. I'm like, okay, so what am I supposed this to do? This was during COVID. No, this was before Prior, COVID. Prior, okay. So this, I'm like, so what am I supposed to do with all these groceries? I'm carrying, the watermelon wasn't a little watermelon. It was a big watermelon. So I'm like, mm-hmm. am I supposed to carry all these things? And she came out and she's like, you didn't even finish paying. Like, she attacked me for the basket. And then she's like, you didn't even finish paying. Which the transaction wasn't finished. Because she came out around and was talking about the basket. She came from the, the cash. And she started to talk about the basket. Wait, so this is a cashier that's doing this to you? Yeah. So, so she stopped what she, she was doing. Her job. Me. She stopped cashing me. She stopped cashing me. She's like, you can't leave here with the basket. Because she saw me putting the groceries back in the basket. I'm like, okay, so... What am I supposed to have the carry, bag? Yeah. What am I supposed to carry everything in? It's just me. I'll bring the basket back. Well, you can't do that. And then she came around, and then she's like, "And hey, you didn't finish paying." I'm like, "I didn't well, finish paying because you, you left." Well, obviously, you stopped. Yeah. You what left. do you think this is? I'm then, not. 
And then the security guard came and was like, excuse me, ma'am, you can't do the, you can't bring the basket outside. I'm like, do you not see this big-ass watermelon in my hand and the other groceries in the basket? How do you figure for me to bring everything out? Like, yeah. what do you want me to do? He was black, he was African, and he's, and he's like, trying to touch my armor. I'm like, what the fuck are you touching me for? She don't touch, touch me. You? Yes, and I pushed him off. I'm like, don't fucking touch me. And then she's like screaming, talking about, you didn't pay him. Oh, I didn't pay. Oh, now that's I'm why like, she's elevating her voice, that you didn't, like, oh, didn't pay. That's, like, oh, that's the issue now. Oh, I didn't pay? Or oh, I, I took the watermelon, I chucked it on her foot, and I left. Did you pay for the watermelon? No. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, girl, why did you pay, pay for, for the watermelon? The groceries. How could I pay oh. for the groceries when she's standing in front of me? I was gonna say, girl, I if you pay for the watermelon, I chucked the groceries and I left it in it. And then the next time I saw him, he's like, "Oh, do you need me? Do do you need my help?" I'm like, "Why would I want your help?" What bro? grocery store was this? Ample. Oh. Okay. Oh. Okay. Never mind. I know I said oh, okay twice, but I had to say it twice for it confirmation. Was ample in Brampton, and I'm just like. I don't want your help, security guard, because you're not about you're not about nothing. Because you could have easily mm-hmm. said, "I can help you to your car." You could have said, something. All right, "And I'll take back the kind of to calm down yeah, the the but attendance." But you're touching my arm. You're holding my arm. What are you touching my so arm for? So you think it's okay to touch my arm because you think we're brother and sister? Don't touch. But me. you don't think it's cool to tell her, the lady at the cashier or the cashier, that. Um, sh- I mean no harm. He's like, bro, don't touch the- me. Don't yeah. touch me. He's like, I didn't chuck the watermelon in his face. Don't touch me. This ain't a jam. And I don't even let when I walk through jam. I don't let nobody touch. Nobody, don't touch, don't touch me. me. Go don't suck touch- yourself. Honestly, <laughs> go suck your mama. And I swear, when I go to these protests, my sign is gonna say "Stop blood clad killing black people." Honestly, and it's gonna say "Uno go suck uno mama." Honestly, find period. Find Point some, blank. Find something period. to do. You can do that. Anyways, I feel like we've we've yeah, we've we we've, we've done we've, we've done what we've come we've done done and done. done. Okay, uh, we, we came, we, we saw, we conquered. conquered. Okay, I know it's kind of serious, and a lot of y'all are not used to that from us. Yeah. But no. it's that. But this is what we we go with what the times are, right? And this has These always serious times. Right? She tried to sing it before, I but I just kept like this kind of You're not even singing the words right. It's you all I can feel around us is violence and crime. crime. Yeah, I know. You said duchess. <laughs> what is duchess? I don't know. Pass the duchy. Stop. <laughs> These are some serious times. Come on! All I can see around us is just violence oh, and crime. Us? That's what he said. Yes. That's what he says, Dutch us. <laughs> That's why I called you us. Around us is violence and crime. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. All right. I cannot. I'm like sitting back listening to the song in my head. Stop. And don't touch me. Don't touch me. I feel like you're doing better now, Ma. Like, do not touch me. Stop. Don't. Stop. Anyways, guys. (laughs) Um, I think we're... (laughs) Oh, now you want to say until next week. I see you. We see you. Also, don't forget to check out our new shows coming out. We'll let you guys know more details about that 
soon, right? Yeah. Danny's hosting a new motherfucking show, guys. She's a host of a show. I think she's in her bag. Not I think. I know she's in her bag. We'll see. Nah, I think you in your bag. Ah, I'm in my bag. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, but Danny tells, yeah, we'll tell you more about that when we're allowed to. Yes, because we got a team. Yes, and, and um, um, yeah, check out our new show and when it comes out, y'all know. Um, hit us up for NOB orders. We'll be uh, creating a website very soon. Very soon, guys. It's a tedious, um, tedious job, but somebody got to do it, you know? Somebody got to do it. Somebody got to do it. So we be we And we be trying here. to save a dollar. And we're listening. We're, our ears are to the streets. We yeah. hear y'all calling for the NOB, so we're trying to, we're trying to come through. Yeah, we're so trying to come through. We'll um, see what else? Can y'all subscribe? Can you share this with your friends and, and your family and whoever? Follow, like us on Instagram and on YouTube, and I think that's it. LNO. Yeah, Podcast. we're on all DSPs, all digital streaming platforms. Yes, we are. So every single one, actually. Hit, hit, like, listen, share with your friends, whatever, your mama, whatever. Whoever. But until next time, we love y'all. Peace. Oh, this is great.